Welcome to Becoming the 1%. I'm your host, Claudia Manjak, a multiple six-figure entrepreneur and intuitive business mentor. Each week, we'll be exploring timeless business, marketing, and sales principles to help you grow and scale a sustainable business. I will also be sharing in-depth life and mindset lessons to help you step into the best version of yourself. Now, if you're anything like me and you like to keep things simple and fluff-free, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to be talking today to you about this topic, which is boundaries. And I believe it's an incredibly important topic. It might not be the first thing that you think about when it comes to growing your business or being a better CEO for your business, but I promise you the boundaries that you have set in place or the lack of boundaries that you have could be a really big reason why you are feeling a certain way, why you know you might be getting certain types of clients or, you know, having different problems in your business. So today I want to talk to you specifically around the five boundaries that I believe every CEO, every business owner needs to implement in their business. And you will notice some of these will be more on the personal level as a human and, you know, sort of things that you can do for yourself. And then there are some that are very business specific. So this applies to anyone. I would say if you own any kind of business, but today I'm speaking specifically to service providers, coaches, mentors, strategists, course creators, creative entrepreneurs. And the reason why boundaries are so important in the first place is because when you start your business, it's often just you. So you're just over there hustling your way through it, wanting to make things happen, wondering why things are not happening, pushing harder, not having any rules, you know, out the door goes the idea of I work nine to five. It could be seven to seven, or maybe you have days where it's just two to five because you're not doing much. And it can just be very easy to not have any kind of rules for yourself or to feel like you just always want to go with the flow and just do what feels right in the moment. But what happens then is that you create a bit of a chaotic environment for yourself where you don't have any kind of clear rules for yourself or for your clients and things just get messy and you might not be feeling that, um, you know, feeling of abundance and relaxation and you might not know why. So I want to hear from you once you listen to these five boundaries why don't you send me a dm or share on your stories which one of these resonated the most with you i'm curious if you do all of these already or which one surprised you the most or you know which one would you like to start trying i'm generally just hoping that this inspires you to set some more boundaries and if you're wondering why i'm coming up with this topic right now it's because recently i've actually gotten some really positive feedback from my own clients in terms of my boundaries and and I wanted to share this because I know that for majority of people, and again, you will you'll see what I mean when I actually tell you the boundaries. For majority of people, there is a big fear of setting boundaries in case that will make them seem unavailable, unapproachable, too stiff, etc. But I'm telling you now, generally speaking, people really admire other people with boundaries and also you will inspire them to do the same, especially with what I do, because obviously I am a coach. So I work with people directly, whether it's in, you know, group settings, like in Better Sales Academy or one-to-one level or VIP days, etc. I want people to look at what I do and think, okay, I want that for myself because, you know, that seems really cool versus me bending over backwards and basically not really showing myself as the CEO that I 
want to be in my business. So that is why I thought it was a very important topic to bring to you and I think one that anyone can benefit from. So without further ado, let's get started with the first one. So the first boundary that I want you to have in place is having clear client communication time. And what I mean by that is you should know for yourself and your clients should also know when you're going to get back to them. And this comes in two different uh, ways. For example, it could be something such as I will get back to you, um, you know, generally between the times of X and Y. You know, it could be, you know, I check my emails between 10 and 4 p.m., you know, insert time zone. So this way, there is a very clear expectation of when someone can, you know, get, can expect you to get back to them versus having the thing, which I see so many people do, and this is number two, which is always checking things, always distracting yourself. So depending on what you do, maybe email is your weak spot. Maybe Voxer is your weak spot. Maybe you use, um, you know, Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp or maybe just Instagram DMs. You know, depending on where you communicate with clients, you shouldn't be in that, you know, platform all the time. You should have a very clear idea of when you get back to clients. And like I said, that will make it easy for clients to know, okay, she will get back to me within... 24 to 48 hours or within 12 hours or, you know, between this time and this time because you have made it clear. So there's clarity for them. So that's a great customer experience. And also you'll be able to create more clarity for yourself on what you should be spending your time with. Because what I don't want for you is that, you know, you're doing a bunch of things and every hour you keep checking your messenger or your Voxer or whatever it is that you're using, or you're in your emails all the time. I want you to focus on batching. I want you to focus on telling yourself, okay, so I check my whatever thing three times a day. So I'll check in one time at... 10 a.m., one time at 2 p.m., and one time at 6 p.m. That is it. And then this is how you also build the right boundaries with your clients. And, you know, even if you are, say, a VA, you know, because I, I know I might get some of you who are not coaches and mentors thinking, well, that's all good for you, Claudia, because you're a coach, but that doesn't work for me because I am a, you know, insert whatever thing. But even if you are, say, a VA, you might only reply to your client emails on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, because ultimately nothing is so, you know, urgent. You you can always have people wait, you know, and if something were urgent, then, you know, maybe have a different, uh, you know, way of them reaching you if you really do work on something urgent, but I don't think you do. So remember, client communication time, being very, very clear with when you are talking to clients in between things is super important and it's going to give you a lot of peace of mind so that you know what's happening, your ideal client knows what's happening, and then you don't sit there stressing that you haven't gotten back to someone fast enough and so on. So there's clarity all around, clear boundaries, everyone is happy, okay? And that also means that you're not going to be getting those people that expect you to get back to them within 30 minutes because that is not realistic, just putting it out there. Sometimes it might happen that you get back to them, but it's not something that should happen every single time because remember, you also need to take care of yourself, okay? So that is the first boundary that I want you to implement. Number two, and I know this is going to be hard for some of you, and that is not checking your phone at least an hour. I put here maybe in my notes two hours, but try not to check your phone at least one hour before bed and also at least one to two hours after you wake up. Okay, 
Because you really need to step away from always being so available to everyone else, always being so tied to your phone, your clients, your Instagram, your email. I really want you to allow yourself the time to do the things that you actually want to be doing. Because right now, if you were to be 80 and on your deathbed, what do you wish you would have done more of? Do you wish you'd have spent more time on Instagram scrolling? Do you wish you'd have replied to your DMs one hour earlier? Do you wish you would have checked your emails every hour? Probably not. Probably you wish you'd have spent um, more time with loved ones or read more books or, you know, gone and done things outside or, you know, gone for more runs in beautiful places or whatever it is that you want to be doing. So I want you to take the opportunity in the beginning of every day and at the end of every day to really disconnect yourself because, again, your clients, in a way similarly to number one, shouldn't need you an hour before you go to bed because you need to clearly the boundary that that is your you time. You and your partner, you and yourself, you and your friends, you and your taking your dog out for a walk and just, you know, listening to an audiobook or just being present in a moment. Think about it. Why do you need to be checking your phone so much? What is so urgent that cannot wait for a few hours? There is nothing in the world, you know, apart from obviously the odd emergencies. And I'm sure that with that, you know, someone would actually call you if they were to, if you were to be an emergency contact for someone, they would just call you if they really had a problem. Okay. And another one here, let's just call it, that was 2A and this is 2B not having notifications on. I actually, it's funny, two of my clients, I told them this in the past month and they both really, it, it stuck with them. I don't have any notifications on on my phone apart from my bank. And they were like, oh, you know, what a, what a boss move. Uh, but the reality is that I don't need notifications. What are notifications doing for me? All that they really do is distract me from what I'm doing in the moment. And I don't need that. So I don't have any notifications and I have notifications from my bank just because, you know, good vibes. And also I just want to see if something comes out, comes in, you know, I want to feel in charge of my finances. So that is literally the only notification that I have on. And I can tell you it's been now, um, maybe a year or year and a half since I've done that. Um, alongside the fact that I don't charge my phone in my bedroom. I don't take my phone with me in the evening in my bedroom. And I also don't check it in the morning. It's always charging in the kitchen in a random corner. And I don't think about it when I wake up. But the thing that I will tell you now that should help with that habit is to replace that with something else. So if you tell yourself, I don't want to look at my phone for the first hour of the day, what are you going to do instead? Because if you just tell yourself, I'm not going to check my phone, you know, before bed or, you know, when I wake up, then you, if you don't have something else to replace it with, it's going to feel very natural because you're literally going to have that physical tendency of wanting to grab your phone. So try to think of how can you replace that? What can you really replace that with? Okay. So that is number two. Number three, we're bringing it back to clients, but in a bit of a different way. And that is, you need to have clear boundaries around your schedule and specifically your schedule in terms of when you do client work or when you do client calls, depending on what you do, you know, and if you don't do either client work or client calls, maybe you have, you know, uh, courses that have some calls or, you know, calls with your teams, etc. whatever it is that, you know, requires you to be present in that exact moment on a call or, you know, doing client work specifically. For example, how I run my business, I've mentioned this before, I run AB weeks. So 
So what that means is that, you know, one week, let's just say week one of the month, I will have coaching calls. Week one of the week two of the month, I will have um, no, no calls at all. Week three, I'll have calls again. Week four, I won't have calls and so on. So I alternate between uh, coaching weeks and non-coaching weeks. And specifically on my coaching weeks, I only coach two days a week. That is it. So what that means is that I coach, aka I am on calls for four days a month. That is it. So what that means for me is that the other times, the times when I'm not on those four days, you know, coaching, I can do whatever the hell I want. So technically I could take two weeks off my, you know, let's just say my B weeks. If my A weeks are my coaching call, my coaching call weeks, my B weeks are my non-coaching calls. I could take those two weeks off without doing anything. But of course, most of the time I don't. But what I do is that I focus on the things that I care about, whether there is something that I'm doing in my business, creating a new program, uh, seeing friends, you know, whatever, whatever floats my boat. You know, lately it's been a lot of baby prep. Um, you know, for those of you that don't know yet, I'm about to have a baby in uh, just under three months now. Uh, probably when you're listening to this, more like two and, two and a half months, maybe. Um, so I've been doing a lot of research on all the baby things because I don't have any experience with baby stuff. I'm very new to this world and I am quite keen on doing things right, but doing things my way. I don't want to be, I want to really create a very um, independent environment for my baby. And I have some very strong beliefs around a lot of things. But anyway, that is um, that is a different topic. I'm not going to get into that. But my point is, I really have created freedom for myself where I only have to be on calls four days a month. And even the odd calls that I do with my team or with other people, I always try to fit them within those same days. Or if not, definitely within those same weeks, you will not find me on on a call unless it's an absolute emergency which happens maybe twice a year on a week that is a non-coaching week so try to think how can you create boundaries around your schedule maybe at the moment you're finding yourself doing you know a client call or a check-in with a client every two days every three days so what that means is that that is really distracting you from all the things that you could be doing in that time because you are context switching. And what that means is that you go from thing to thing to thing to thing and your brain has to context switch. You're basically distracting yourself constantly by changing the stuff that you're doing. So you need to make sure that you are, again, batching in terms of your schedule. So try to think, could you see all of your clients or do all of your calls within the same day or at least within the same week and try this A-B thing, you know? Like, I think it's really, it's gonna be a game changer for you if you haven't ever thought about doing that in your business because then those other weeks you'll be able to truly be focused. So that is the third boundary that I believe every CEO needs to have and it could look different for you because obviously it needs to work for you and your style, you know, I'm all about finding what works for you. You know, the whole point of, you know, this podcast and becoming the 1% is that you become the 1%, you become the master of your own destiny, the master of your own business, doing things your way. So make sure that you have a schedule and a clear boundary around when you do your client work or your client calls. Do you ever feel like your sales are just a roller coaster from month to month? One month you have a good one, next month you have no idea how much you're getting paid. One month you might be signing five clients, the next month is nothing. Well, listen, I don't want that for you anymore, which is why I wanted to let you know that tomorrow is the last day for you to enroll in my latest program, Badass Sales Academy. As the name tells you, it's gonna be all around you learning the no BS blueprint that will show you the missing pieces in your sales 
real strategy. Listen, this is an A to Z program. I'm not playing around. You know, I keep it very real, very no BS. This is the program that you need if you really want to learn how you can actually sell out your offers, how you can stop feeling like you're annoying your audience when you're talking about them, how you can actually start seeing results from being online instead of just wasting your time, creating lots of content and never making any cash. Better Sales Academy has got you covered. And the best part is that you actually get my support in there. This is not a course, it's a program. And if you're listening to this podcast later on and the doors might not be open, don't worry. The link below is going to take you to the waitlist, which means that you're going to be the first to hear when it's coming back. And also you're going to get some special bonuses and discounts and be the first to get your hands on it. All right. So again, if you are trying to learn and to master the art of consistent sales and not to feel sleazy or weird about sales and actually learn how to love sales, this is for you. Make sure you go to the show notes and let's make some magic happen together. Okay, now let's get into number four. Number four, you will see, you see a theme here. It's very much around the things that we do for clients because what I see with people is that often the boundaries are not actually to benefit us. Most people don't have boundaries because they try to do too much for other people. And the fourth boundary that I want you to have in your business is getting very clear for yourself and for your clients on the support level that you're actually giving them, on the actual support that they're meant to actually get and stop doing so much for your client if you're not meant to. And what I mean by that is, if your calls are meant to be 60 minutes every week, and every single week you find yourself doing 75 to 90 minutes. You know, if something is meant to take you an hour and you're building a client an hour for something, but it takes you actually two and a half hours, including the research. If um, you have a group program, but someone keeps messaging you privately, asking you questions, again, that is someone overstepping your boundaries. That stuff is going to kill you from the inside because you are giving extra time and attention that you're not getting paid for. And listen, I want to make this clear. This is not me saying that you shouldn't over deliver and you shouldn't be doing the best work possible for your ideal client. Of course that you should. Whenever you offer any kind of service, any kind of program, you want to make sure that you really are getting your ideal client results. That is so, so important because the online business space is getting such a bad rep for people under delivering like crazy. But that doesn't mean that you should be killing yourself in the process, burning yourself out and killing your boundaries, answering emails emails at 10 p.m., doing extra work that you're not meant to be working and giving three times as much as you actually, you know, quoted for or told, you know, it was going to be in a program so, and so on. And this is a really important one because especially if you're early in your business or you don't feel quite confident with your boundaries, you're very likely doing this right now. You're very likely undercharging. You are, you know, doing much more than you're supposed to. And it's okay to do that sometimes, you know, like I'll tell you now, I've had a few instances where I was speaking to clients in Boxer and there were some really tough moments or something was going really bad. And I said like, okay, you know what? Listen, let's just jump around 20 minutes call. Let's just talk about it now. You know, and that's fine. That was me, you know, going over what I was meant to be giving, but it doesn't matter because those were exceptions and those were decisions that I made 
as an empowered CEO that has very strong boundaries. So that will not ever make my client feel like that's going to happen every single week, that they're always going to get, you know, just an extra 20, 30 minutes of my day, just like that. And I've never had that problem where someone expected that from me because they know that if I do that for them, I do it when it's necessary, once in a while as an exception. But that doesn't mean that I will not be supporting them the way that they were promised they'll be supported. I always do that. So please don't misinterpret this as you doing less than the work you promised you would do or less than the work that you know you think you should be doing okay but just make sure again that you have clear boundaries around the support level that a person gets from you to make sure that you are not you know doing overtime working three times more than you're meant to for nothing because that is not going to make you feel good and also that automatically if you do more for someone you do less for something or for someone else you do no you do yeah you do less for something or someone else so for example if you are a let's just say if you are a brand designer and you quoted for this project that's meant to take you 10 hours and maybe this week you only have 20 hours available in your business um, and you are spending those 20 hours on this client project instead of the 10 hours that means that you don't have time for anything else and that is just the reality and what's going to happen then you're going to be stressing you're going to try to find time where it's not there you're going to probably distract yourself with small little tasks in between and all around it's just not a good vibe so make sure that you have have clear boundaries around this okay and then the fifth and final boundary that I'm going to be talking about today I listen I could do like three episodes just literally on this because boundaries are so important and you'd be surprised how much better you're going to feel how much more powerful you're going to come across and also how much more respect and how many more results you will get for your clients because there will be clarity. So just putting that out there. But anywho, getting on to the final boundary. And that is, what do you think that is? That is, you need to learn how to put yourself before everyone else. And more specifically, because again, I know that's a very general statement. Create a boundary around starting your day with something for yourself. So think about how you're starting your day right now. The first uh, 30 minutes or one hour of your day, how does that look? And listen, I'm not talking to you if you are caring for a parent or you have a baby or you have a certain commitment, you know, I mean, I'm sure I'll find out very soon that I will not be able to start my week, my day with something for myself because my baby's gonna need me when she'll be here. But even, you know, once that is out of the way and you are available to the world, who are you available to first? Because I want you to be available to yourself first. You know that thing that they say when you're on an airplane, you have to put your own max oxygen mask first. This is the same concept. You need to take care of yourself first to be able to show up as your best self for your family, for your client, for your business, for your friends, for everyone else. Make sure that you really create a strong boundary around that where people know that, you know, before 10 a.m. you're just not available or before midday or before 9 a.m. or whatever that looks like for you. Create a bit of time for yourself. Start your day the way that you always imagined you could. And if you cannot create that perfect vision, because of course we can't all spend an hour journaling, an hour meditating, you know, a long bath in the morning and, you know, whatever. Just 
just create a small ritual, even if it's just 15 minutes by yourself in your garden or looking out the window or reading your book, something that really signals to yourself and to the world that this is your time. You are choosing yourself. You are choosing to really be the best version of yourself and to show up in the world as that CEO that you want to. Okay, and I wanted to to leave this one for last because I really feel like once you've gotten the other ones out of the way, once you've gotten past the the more strategic boundaries, the things that are going to create time for yourself, because you may have noticed all the boundaries that I mentioned do create more time in your life and more space and energy. This final one I'm hoping you will take as um, something that will not only allow you to have more time, but will actually allow you to feel better because I want that for you. I want you to feel good. So make sure that you carve out that time for yourself before you, like I said, before you become available to everyone else, before you answer client messages and friends messages and you know check out this influencer's instagram account and seeing what your competitor is you know doing today with her launch and whatever else you might be looking at first make sure to nurture yourself because you deserve this and if you don't nurture yourself if you don't look after yourself how are you meant to look after someone else how are you meant to look after your business and you know how can you expect someone else to also treat you with a level of respect if you don't treat yourself with a level of respect so i'm hoping that you enjoyed today's episode remember to always share if you haven't yet share it on instagram stories i'd love to hear your um thoughts and also leave us a review especially on apple Podcasts podcast it really really freaking helps um and yeah that's all for me today i'm hoping you enjoyed today's episode let me know your thoughts and i will see you i will not see you but i will speak to you next week have a lovely week ahead Thanks so much for tuning in to Becoming the 1%. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And remember, running a sustainable, highly profitable dream business and living life on your own terms is no longer just a dream. So go out there and make it happen. I believe in you. I'll see you next week.